Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 38 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And as always, Randy Cash, even though he is still way over there in computer land. Hey, how are you <laughs> way over there? I'm good. I'm good. I've, we've been, we kind of got like a rhythm going on now. I feel like we've been recording this remote thing for the better part of the last, what, like seven, eight weeks now, which we had to take last week off. Um, I've been in kind of this creation launch mode and I was just so overwhelmed with everything I had going on. And I'm like, you know what? Kind of one of those things when you're in business for yourself, you get to make the rules. And so I just thought I'm going to take off a week from the blog and the podcast, do some reevaluation, figure out where I am, and then come back strong on episode 38. So, hey. Welcome to uh, being a self-employed person. Being a business owner <laughs> takes some some work sometimes. It's that extra stuff that nobody really thinks about. That's like I'm so tired of doing with my day job, doing bids, getting back to people, you know, making sure everything's where it's supposed to be. It's all the stuff after the eight-hour workday that you have to do in addition to the eight-hour workday that, that people don't really understand how much time it takes. I'm over here going, an eight-hour workday. I wonder what that would be like. No, I kid, because I really do love all the things that I do, right? Like, I, right. I love all my various hats that I wear. Um, it's a lot of fun. I feel like I get to, you know, keep it interesting. I mix it up from, you know, point A to point B, but... I also have to make sure that I'm not like too diversified or overextending myself. And I will say that this whole shutdown time has allowed me to really, I guess, launch the coaching and consulting side of my business and really get it up to full speed because I was kind of not dragging my feet, but I was definitely not in any major hurry to get it launched. I was just kind of coasting and letting things build slowly. But this kind of forced me to go, okay, I'm ready to get this stuff going. Like, you know, enough just messing around. Like, let's get it done, right? Um, so, yeah. So, actually, let's see. So, today, um, let me look at the calendar to see how far out we are. So, okay, today is Thursday, the 21st. So, we're not quite, we're like a little under four weeks from the official, official launch of my new relationship communication online workshop. I've done... Um, some larger versions of this in the past and had a few people go through it and then decided to create um, a more of like a approach where you could do pieces of it. You could do the whole thing. You could do the whole thing plus some one-on-one -on -one work and have some options along the way. So I actually back a couple months ago had some beta testers that, that agreed to go through the workshop for, you know, a really low cost and kind of give me some feedback as we went about what worked, what didn't work, what they liked, what they didn't like. So now I have it all sort of figured out and I'm in the process of building the actual like site so that they can you know, you, you sign up, you log in, you, you watch the videos and the leisure of wherever you are. You download the worksheets that go along with the videos. You do the at-home stuff. And it's kind of, uh, you know, pick and choose and do your own coaching from home sort of thing. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Well, that's great, man. You should. And I think now with everything that's happened with everybody being sheltered so much and we have more experience now with the online conferencing and communications, the Zoom things like us and 10 mm -hmm. million other people are doing every day. So it's a little more commonplace. So everybody's got a crash course in it. So maybe that is helpful and people will be a little more open to giving something like that a try. 
You know, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about just like not just my own comfort and, um, you know, kind of lighting a fire under me to start something. But you're right. I think it really has given a lot of us and, and you know, just various people in our population access to technological things that maybe they didn't even know existed, you know, just because the nature of their day to day didn't require them to know those things. But yeah, I mean, we are going to cover everything. I mean, like I said, you get choices of what you actually want to, you know, take part in, but there's going to be um, a lot of focus on that relationship communication checklist that I'm always talking about and actually some some action-oriented steps of how to implement the does it need to be said, does it need to be said now, does it need to be said by me, right? Like that's a really in theory, simple checklist to put in place, but the actual like practice of that and learning how to use that in your day-to-day relationship communication takes some practice. And sometimes it takes a lot of not doing it quite right, you know, like some trial and error before you figure out how it works for you. So we're going to focus on that. There's going to be lessons that you can go through that are going to be about not just what the five love languages are, but also, you know, how to use them and then how not to use them, some kind of do's and don'ts, some ways to actually apply them to your relationship. And the reason that it's helpful to have that framework, we're going to do the same thing with the four tendencies and the four agreements. Then we're going to move into a whole section on sex, the sexual component of a relationship and like kind of my best practices from sex therapy land of how to actually implement, you know, some really good practices that can help you keep the erotic side of your relationship going. And then there will be the option if people do still want to work with me in a one on one capacity, kind of like an add on to help them through the workshop. But It should take somewhere between six to nine weeks for someone to go from the very beginning of the program all the way through kind of ending all of the modules. So it's it's been a lot of fun to create. It's forced me to have to learn how to do um, all sorts of like video editing. I've had to learn how to incorporate things into a sales funnel. It's been it's been interesting. I'm going to say that the three questions should it be said thing if Uh you do that long enough like i do i don't even ask the questions anymore it's just like nope 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 and it's that fast i was like nope 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 i don't even ask myself the questions anymore you know i'm cracking up over here because we're trying to record right and my dogs have decided that it's time to have like world war three in the living room so they're like literally jumping and leaping one another as we're going but you know what I just kind of roll with it. I uh, attended a really interesting webinar that was like, you know, that whole idea of just better done than perfect. I have really tried to, you know, embody that and sort of like make that my, my motto because I can sit there and overthink something. And I think old Lindsay would have been like, no, 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 there's some background noise. We must start completely over. So I'm kind of proud of myself a little bit right now. Cause I'm not like Yay. freaking out completely. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. have Kitty running around in the background here or anything, and that's odd because usually if he knows the camera's on, I guess it's got uh-huh. the little lights up there. Uh, he sees <laughs> us, he'll get on the floor and do his little act, but uh, I guess it's he's so gone. Funny. As you said that, it literally looked like some uh, white fur just like drifted up into the air. Like it literally, like on camera, you just see it like rising. It probably did. <laughs> probably did. <laughs> But no, you are correct that that um, that checklist has become just such a foundational piece of the work that I do 
really with all my clients, because I feel like even if I'm working with someone one-on-one individually and not, you know, like coupled work, there's still a lot of elements of what it's like being in a relationship and, you know, trying to figure out that whole relationship communication thing. And so that checklist of, and I'm going to say it again, does it need to be said? Does it need to be said now? Does it need to be said by me? is a really helpful way to just sort of ask yourself, you know, maybe you you want to say something. And in relationships, we tend to be quite nitpicky with our significant other in a way that we may not be with just the general population that we would interact with. And so because of that, it's helpful to be able to go through that filter because if you can't say yes to all three of those questions, then maybe that thing that you're about to say doesn't really need to be said. And sometimes it is just maybe it needs to be said, but the timing is wrong. Sometimes it's maybe it needs to be said, but you know, you may not be the right delivery source for that message because it's easier sometimes to hear certain things from different sources rather than, you know, hearing it from our significant other, because that tends to be the person that we're going to be the most intimately connected to, but also can get our feelings the most hurt, can feel the most attacked by, and can really just feel like we're not on the same page. And what tends to happen is it keeps people what I call like up here in the weeds. They're just fighting and bickering about things that don't matter. And the workshop is designed to help you not only recognize the difference between weeds and being like in the deep stuff, but how to get to those things beneath the thing, right? There's always a thing beneath the thing. And, you know, I have had a lot of people during the, um, the shutdown, I guess that's the best thing to call it quarantine, whatever you want to call it. Um, that have said, you know, I don't know that, you know, therapy is really for me, but I've, I've noticed that, you know, there are definitely elements of our communication that need to be worked on, or I'd like some tips or some pointers or some, you know, tricks to sort of make it more effective. And so that's, that's really what this was born out of is trying to develop some, you know, online courses and things that people can do to just, you know, learn some better practices, you know, well, I'm really excited for you, man. And I put a lot of work into it and I know it will benefit yes. people if they uh decide to take advantage of it. Telling it helps yeah. me every day. <laughs> it what every day to it you, what you say? It helps me every day and other people. Well, good. Yeah. I, um, I actually, so what I've done, I'll put a link in the, um, in like the, the write up of this blog on the website, but there's actually a waiting list that you can join. And so I decided rather than trying to just launch everything and blast it out and a bunch of, you know, online social media things all at one time. This way, if there's somebody that is interested, they just click the link, they sign up to get an update about when things are fully launched. And there's going to be some like pre-launch offers that I'm going to be sending out and, you know, some, some extra special like little goodies and bonuses that people can take part in if they're on that wait list. So it's very easy to find. I have been trying to update my social media all over the place with it. But, you know, if you are interested in knowing more about the workshop, you can join the wait list. You can also feel free to reach out to me and um, either do that through my website or through one of my social media um, platforms. I'll give you that info in a minute. But you can reach out to me and we can even have a quick either video chat or like a phone call to determine like, are you a good fit for the workshop? Because 
you know, I had somebody today that reached out and said, hey, you know, I have a friend that's going through a divorce or they write for this workshop. And although I may eventually create a whole section on divorce and recovery and all of that, this one is more geared towards how to fix the relationship communication in the relationship you're in and that you want to keep, you know, keep it going. Right. So I will I will never encourage someone to join something that they aren't a good fit for, but I'm more than happy to provide any info I can along that decision tree. I will say that going through my divorce, that was the one time that I needed some therapy, some guidance, some help, Mm -hmm. you know, it was very uh, rough time period for me, you Mm -hmm. know, and uh, that's when I was fortunate enough to find the therapist, excuse me, the therapist that I found that worked very well for me. Yeah, it's a difficult time for people. And, you know, that might be if someone's going through something like that, more of a time where they need some more specialized one-on-one, you know, it meetings so that it doesn't feel like they're, they're kind of scattered or don't quite know how to apply things. The workshop idea is really meant more for people that say, you know, I'm happy in my relationship. I, you know, I want to keep it going. Maybe traditional therapy for whatever reason doesn't work for us or we're not local to the St. Louis area or whatever it may be. And so here's a way to get some of those, you know, tools and tricks and tips and all of that that I've sort of developed and created over the last almost 15 years of doing this work. And so hopefully I'll be able to, you know, add some things to it. And so I've already had some requests for the divorce thing because I think that's it's definitely an area that needs focus. It's just not quite exactly what we're talking about in this specific workshop, but we will totally come back to that like it is it is on my radar for sure going back a second if i may you mentioned (laughs) love languages i have noticed my love languages have kind of changed a bit yep that uh, that. i'm not super sweet with my voicing of all these sweet nothings and poetic kind of crap like that anymore (laughs) i'm very much uh you know service do things nice to show how Mm -hmm. i feel and less of saying how I feel, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. It does. Actually, one of the things, and this is what we dig into, I'll give you a little little teaser of what we dig into in the workshop, uh, that, mo- that module of the workshop. So there are five love languages that are sort of identified in the work of Gary Chapman. And I, I love the, the work as a foundational piece. But what I think it's lacking is that not only do sometimes people shift, like you just said, over time. So I think it's important to sometimes retake that quiz to see where you line up. But it's also important to recognize that some people give and receive love in different languages. Like you might be very much an act of service person in how you give love. You might really like someone to give you gifts or physical touch is the way that someone would show you their affection or their, or their love for you. So I think it's important to take the love languages as a foundation and then really dig deeper into how this can be an effective tool to give you a framework to, to view yourself and to view your relationship so that you're not missing something in translation, but that you're also really tuned in to what your partner needs as well as what you need. Um, and if I could even go one step further, I think there are a lot of people that maybe have more than one love language that is sort of high on their list. And so one of the modules, we actually talk about how to combine the love languages. So you kind of check multiple boxes with one activity. And so 
the workshop is designed where there are video teaches that that include me literally talking to the camera like I'm doing in the Zoom meeting with you right now and kind of giving some some insight. And then there's um, worksheets and activities that either I suggest you go do or I have you like download a worksheet and kind of fill it out and use it as a way, you know, for both people in the relationship to connect. So hopefully it will be found as helpful as I think it will be. But I have had, like I said, the beta testers going through it and giving me some some insight into what works and what doesn't. So I'm, I'm taking that to heart and really trying to apply the, the feedback I'm getting. Yeah, I know for me, like I said, the love languages have changed. And I've noticed like also I as I'm getting older, I'm becoming like even more and more like calm and uh, mm-hmm. in control of my feelings. So I handle situations a lot differently because I've been seeing someone for a, a few months and it's I've been single for so long and I have this whole back catalog of things not to do. <laughs> and so I've tried now everything that I didn't do the previous times when I see the red flags come up that – Okay, I've realized in the past I did A, B, or C, and A, B, or C mm-hmm. just did not work. So I'm going to try yeah. D, E, or F and see if that works. And that's, so far, been working quite fine. But I've mm-hmm. also noticed that it, it's I'm changing in my personal relationships with people, my overall sense of the situation and how one another are feeling. I'm interpreting those things much clearer now, and I think – Doing that with my personal uh, friendships are also helping me with my romantic relationship, if that makes sense. It does. And, you know, you bring up another good point. And I know we got to wrap this up here in a second. But um, it, it, this this workshop is meant not just for people that are in a relationship. So it could be people that want to work on the relationship communication in an existing relationship and sort of get things on track or, you know, back on track or maybe on track for the first time. It also could be for someone that is single, that just wants more insight into themselves so that they have kind of like what you were just saying, Randy, like the ability to go, oh, okay, so that's how I show up in a relationship. So when I do get into one, I know what to do or I have some, you know, best practices that can at least give me a really good fighting chance to build something that's going to work for me. So it's kind of those two groups is really who is going to be a best fit for this specific workshop, but it really is going to be the first of many. So, and I like the fact that I'm like, yay, I have found a way to like really launch this whole thing. And you know, I have said this, if I said it once, I've said it a million times. If just one person goes through it and says, you know what, that helped me, that feels like a success for me. Like I, I really am motivated by just wanting to help and trying to find a platform to take the skills that I know I have in working with people and putting it in a format that they can then consume in a way that's helpful. So here goes something. I'm not going to say here goes nothing because I think it's going to be a success. So here goes something. Yeah, I agree. I think you'll do well. I know we have done radio for a a bit together. We've been friends for a while. And Mm -hmm. I just want to say to people, this stuff that you say, I've heard it and I heard it and I heard it and I've Mm -hmm. absorbed it and it rubbed off and it it works, man. I'm telling you. Oh, I love that. I'm going to, can I tell, I'm going to have to get you to like recap that for me later because I'm going to have to quote you in something because that's pretty awesome. Um, But no, I I do. And I appreciate that. I I think that's really where a lot of it came from too, was people in my personal life saying, Hey, you know, that thing you said that really helped me. And in my mind, I'm over here going, 
I don't even remember what I said. So it took me a little bit to go back and be like, so what are the things that I say to people? And what does that even look like? And, and so it has, it's been a lot of fun in creating and, you know, that kind of being in business for yourself, there's not really a model to follow. So you're sort of just doing what you think and hoping it gets to the right people. So I feel like though, with the the steps I've taken, we're going to just, we're going to see what happens. So yay. Yay. <laughs> I guess sooner rather than later, they might be doing some comedy stuff again. Are you going to get to be all comedic again? I hope so. Um, I'm probably going to hang back a little bit when everything gets going. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see when the clubs open up again, how things are going mm-hmm. with uh, the reopening and how people are doing and feeling and acting more importantly. So I hear you. People have been okay. cooped up for a really long time. And, you know, when they first mm-hmm. get out, man, they might have a lot of steam to blow off, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I um well people can still follow you on Instagram though when you post about your donuts at work, right? Correct Amundo at R Cash Comedy on the Instagrams. Awesome. And actually, I have sort of been in a lot of creation mode with the whole social media thing, too. In addition to going to lindsaywalden.com to find literally all the info for all the stuff we've been talking about today. I'm continuing to do stuff on Facebook, either at Lindsay Walden Consulting or at Lindsay Walden Therapy on that platform. On Instagram, it's at this is Lindsay Walden. And I'm doing quite a bit over there of just kind of free, quick content in my stories on a daily basis, talking about the workshop and other best practices of communication. You can still follow me on Pinterest at Therapy Thoughts and I have officially started posting some video uh, teaches that are very quick over on TikTok. So I am at this is Lindsay Walden over there. So I've kind of diversified. I've got a number of platforms where people can follow me and, you know, absorb the content I've got. And just like I said, wanting to put as much out there as I possibly can. So thank you all for tuning in. We will continue this on our weekly schedule, even though we took last week off. I have every intention of continuing it weekly. Thanks as always for doing this with me, Mr. Cash. And for all of you listening, make it a great week. We will be back soon.